All right, so good morning and welcome to Savage Investor Kingdom. It's your host, Savage Investor Leo, and I'm so glad to be back. Uh, last week, I had a lot of business, so I wasn't able to tap in with you guys as much. Um, I know you've seen my co-host, Joseph, uh, take care of, I think, like two episodes last week. But today, I am back. Um, everything is cool. Joseph will not be here this morning, though. First day of school, uh, just like a couple of you, probably dealing with kids in the morning and stuff like that. So he will be back tomorrow. Um, but with that said... Let's hop right into today's top news. Uh, so let's see. EU will not appeal the court ruling against $991, I mean, $991 million Qualcomm fine. My bad. There's a big difference between $991 and $991 million. So EU antitrust regulators will not appeal the court ruling scrapping this $997 million euro, uh, fine against U.S. chipmaker Qualcomm because it will be too difficult to convince Europe's top court of the merits. People familiar with the matter said. So because it's going to be too difficult to convince Europe's top court. Wow, that's a lot of money to go ahead and scrap. Uh, next, we have China's Penduoduo beats quarterly revenue estimates. Penduoduo reported uh, quarterly revenue above streets estimates. And when I say streets estimate, we're just talking about Wall Street. So uh, all Wall Street analysts usually do projections and things like that. So whenever uh, stocks beat the estimates that Wall Street projects, uh, they usually tend to do better uh, as far as uh, for the day uh, when they beat EPS or uh, beat revenue and stuff like that. Unless guidance is bad, the stock you know usually tends to play a little higher. Um, so with that being said, it's a strict lockdown and several COVID hit Chinese cities kept up demand for online shopping. So that's pretty good for Penduoduo. Uh, also, China audit deal offers relief, but few reasons to invest. Investors have cheered a breakthrough deal that promises U.S. regulators access to Chinese companies' accounting paperwork, but say markets will need to see successful inspections and economic recovery before much money can move. I mean, hold on. Before much more money can be expected to move to China. So this is going to be kind of this is going to be kind of decent because uh, a lot of things that we had going on, if you don't remember us saying it, uh, China doesn't necessarily have the most open <laughs> finances. Like a lot of their stuff is closed, uh, which is why we have some, you know, hiccups when it comes to Chinese companies being listed on the NAS, uh, on the NASDAQ and stuff like that. Just in the New York Stock Exchange in general, when it's when it's there. Uh, you kind of have to trust what's going on with them by what's being said and not necessarily looking at all of the numbers because they do hide some stuff, which is why some things were pulling off. And, you know, we, I think we talked about it like a week or two ago, like they got delisted or pulled off the uh, stock market because they didn't want to give access to their numbers and stuff like that. So with this being said, that's actually not as bad. Uh, so if they do uh, start to open up, I guess, the books even more and become more transparent with what's going on as at least at least quarterly and annually, you know, uh, that'd be good. That'd be good to see. So moving on, Walmart offers to buy South African retailer Massmart in a three hundred and seventy seven million dollar deal. U.S. retail giant Walmart has launched a six point four billion dollar rand offer for the forty seven percent of the Massmart shares it does not currently own. A deal Massmar said will support the overhaul of the loss-making South uh, South African retailer. This right here will boost Walmart so crazy. Like Walmart has always been in the top three in the past decade for uh, 
just revenue, right? Top revenue. Uh, I think it's like, what is that? Uh, the Forbes. It tops the Forbes every time. Um, what is that? Uh, the Fortune 100 companies and stuff like that. Uh, they, they, they are. Walmart is a giant. Um, it may not be the biggest with market cap, but as far as revenue goes, Walmart's been in the top five the past, I want to say, decade. Walmart is crazy. So adding this, that'd be something to see, especially with just MassMart in general. Uh, next, we have North uh, North American companies send in the robots, even as productivity slumps. So North, Amer- North American companies snapped up a record number of robots in the first half of this year as they struggled to keep factories and warehouse- warehouses humming in the face of an extremely tight labor market and soaring compensation costs. Now, this is something I told everybody um, and they thought I was crazy. I don't know why why people think with the advances in technology that we're going to get less advanced in the workplace. We have gre- the great resignation, they called it, right? A lot of people walking away from good jobs. Uh, they always say we have a strong labor force, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have great, great. I don't I don't understand. It's kind of conflicting. If they slow hiring, keep people or stop hiring and we just don't have unemployment numbers to prove that we have a lot of people gone, then I mean, yes, per se, we have low unemployment numbers. But at the same time, we got a lot of people walking away from jobs. We had a lot of a lot of jobs with openings and staff and position. We do have people getting fired and laid off. Robot and technology is going to cost less than every uh, keeping up for a human being in general. So this is not saying they're bringing in robots uh, that's going to walk, talk and do everything like that. But it could have been something that automates a job. Right. And once the job started getting automated, that means it's going to require less people, which means it's going to be less people without a job. Right. Now, this is going to boost unemployment numbers. This is when I think I think personally, I think this is when we're going to do uh, we're going to see a real recession. And I think it's going to be in the next two to three years. Uh, and when I say a, a real one, though, I, I think honestly, it's going to be it's going to be major because uh, with everything they got going on and especially with all of the automated uh, driving and stuff too. Uh, automation in the workplace. It's going to be a lot of people that like DoorDash and Uber and Lyft. All the things that people were doing as side hustles real quick are going to get automated. So it's, it's going to end up being a, a fight for jobs and stuff like that. This is another reason why uh, you want to have more than one income stream uh, for sure. So uh, with that being said, I'm not I'm not here to scare anybody. I'm just saying what could, you know, potentially happen in the near future because the technology, you know, the technology is here. Um, moving on to, I guess, something a little better. <laughs> uh, before the bill, we got the stock futures are down. Uh, it doesn't mean we're going to have a down day. It just means before the market opens, the futures are down. Um, a couple more things we can look at before doing it. Uh, Exxon Mobil, the company has reached an agreement with Flywheel Energy to sell the closely held U.S. oil and gas producer, uh, natural gas properties in Arkansas. Uh, an Exxon spokesperson confirmed on Friday. The sale of Exxon's Fayetteville Shell uh, Shell assets brings the biggest, brings the largest U.S. producer closer to the goal of selling $15 billion in non-core properties to focus on more lucrative prospects. The value of the proposed deal could not be immediately learned. The assets under agreement include approximately 5,000 natural gas wells. 
850 operated and approximately 4,100 non-operated and related pipeline and process properties across approximately 381,000 acres. That's a lot. Uh, Qualcomm, we already said that it, that, uh, the court ruling is being scrapped. Uh, judges also invalidated the commissions and analysis that payments made by Qualcomm to Apple were anti-competitive because the regulator had not taken, you know, into account all the relevant facts. Uh, Meta platform, Facebook has in principle agreed to settle a lawsuit in San Francisco federal court seeking damages for letting third parties include, including Cambridge Analytica, access to private data of users, a court filing showed. The financial terms were not disclosed in the following Friday that asked the judge to put the class action on hold for 60 days until the lawyers for both plaintiffs and Facebook finalize a written statement. So the four-year-old lawsuit alleged that Facebook violated consumer privacy laws by sharing privacy data of users that third parties such as the, the now defunct British political con- what is that? Cons- oh, consultancy, Cambridge Analytica. Separately, the company's chief of its virtual reality social platform, Horizon, the main gateway for access in the metaverse, that the company is pouring billions of dollars, the billions of dollars into building, is leaving for a new opportunity. So that's actually that's actually pretty uh, interesting. It's going to lead me into the next topic, uh, because if you guys were, uh, you know, watching any of the, uh, uh, I think it was the VMAs, uh, Eminem and Snoop Dogg. Um, and this is just about the metaverse, not the Facebook lawsuit. I don't want you guys to get it's not Eminem and uh, Snoop Dogg in the lawsuit. But leading into the uh, metaverse, Eminem and Snoop Dogg had a performance uh the VMAs that mixed in with uh the metaverse. So they had a live performance and then they had a uh I, I forget which metaverse it was or what platform, but they had a metaverse uh performance as well. So with that being said, the metaverse, everybody, even like they just said, Meta even changed his name to Meta uh, because it's working on the metaverse, right? Uh, a lot of companies right now are pouring money into uh, the metaverse. And I'm going to give you uh, 10 companies right now just to look out for that are actually diving right into it. So obviously the top uh, in the top 10, Meta, the one we formerly just talked about, known as Facebook, uh has high ambitions for his future metaverse after committing resources to employ 10,000 new metamates to build his virtual reality. The pivot's virtual reality cost an initial investment of 50 million is said to take up to 15 years before the fruits of the labor peak through. So they say 15 years when they introduced it was 2021. So we're looking about 2036. Uh, but the metaverse could definitely be a thing around like 2027, uh, 2028. I think it'd be a full fledged like thing. Like right now is something you could jump in, but it's not necessarily anything that will keep you there. I think 20 by 2027 with uh, all the things we have going digital. Yeah, I think personally that uh, the, the metaverse would be super big by then. Um, Google is the next one. Uh, we know Google has has been making, you know, AR, VR stuff for a while now. But uh, Google is essentially one of the ones that's. They have all the technology for it and are invested into it right now. Uh, so as of, I want to say now, Google has invested a hefty $39.5 million into a fund that invests directly into metaverse projects. Uh, we will see if Google continues uh, or makes its own metaverse because the metaverse isn't just Facebook. Like people, it's just a digital, 
uh, realm, pretty much. It's not just one thing. Like NVIDIA has its own, which is the next one. Um, NVIDIA has its own metaverse, uh, sandbox, get, like Decentraland. Like all these are different realms of metaverses. It's not just one metaverse. Uh, so like I said, NVIDIA. So the leading, the world's leading GPU developer. And uh, uh, one of my favorite stocks. They are right now currently developing... It's Omniverse tool that supports developers in building their applications. It's a development pro- uh, platform for 3D simulations of design. They're also planning on developing applications that allow you to create realistic avatars for the metaverse. So we have Meta, NVIDIA, uh, Google, Microsoft. Microsoft is one of the ones, you know, they they own pretty much what? It's either an iMac or, Microsoft, or a Windows software. So most of your computers and stuff like that when it comes to it. Uh, undoubtedly, one of the most exciting companies to be looking to invest in the metaverse is Microsoft. It's been at the forefront of technological advancement since its founding. Tech giant had recently closed, uh, closed a deal to buy Activision Blizzard, possibly positioning itself to build out its play to earn capabilities and eventually enter the metaverse ecosystem. So Microsoft is also working on their holoportation technology, which is immersive and interactive experiences built inside mixed reality apps. It basically allows someone to jump into virtual reality as themselves rather than creating an avatar. You'll teleport into the virtual world, the virtual world as a photorealistic version of yourself. That is wild, though. Like, imagine not even have like this is like going back to like 2K uh, back in the day where 2K used to have a face face tracking software or something like that, where all you had to do was like put it up to the camera. It'll track your face. and You won't have to do all the adjustments and stuff like that. It'll do it for you. That is something to look at, man. And I know it's going to be crazy for real. Holoportation. Uh, these next five, I'm going to just read out. Uh, Unity Software. Roblox, which is a big one. They already are big in a metaverse already. Uh, Tinder, Shopify, Epic Games, and Nike. So Roblox out of the last five is going to be definitely one stock and one company that you you put on your watch list, regardless regardless of what's going on. They we, I've talked about it multiple times on the platform. Uh, Roblox is is yeah they they have a steady stream of customers. They're going to continue to do it. They have a community. They have everything you need as far as uh how how will we say this? How Apple and Tesla have pretty much like a cult following. Roblox has that. Right. So with that being said, am I saying it's going to become the next Apple or Microsoft or Tesla? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they have all the makings of uh, what's going on. So keep that on your watch list for sure. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to stop the podcast right here. I don't want to get it too long. The market is open. Futures were down. The market is still down right now. Uh, but before we go, I am going to let you know something. Uh, I have been recording the virtual podcast. I didn't forget about you guys. I'm trying to have a couple more people come on before I release it. Uh, the first season is going to be 10 episodes, 10 episodes. I'm going to release them every Sunday. Um, once I get episode 10 filmed, I will let you guys know on the podcast now, but if you don't watch YouTube, or, you know, don't want to watch video podcasts, I will be taking the uh, 
the audio from those and putting them on here so you won't miss an episode as, as long as you follow the podcast here you'll get everything um but yeah i will be i will be having a virtual the, the uh the video podcast available once season one is completely done so that's something i'm excited about uh, and i do have great information for you guys tomorrow but with that being said i'm gonna let you guys go i will see you guys tomorrow have a great trading day